Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we're doing our devotions together every Monday through Friday. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians now. We started in 1 Thessalonians. The theme of that book was to stay on target, and now we've stepped into 2 Thessalonians, and the theme of this book is to work while you wait. The, both of these books, this church had an interesting perspective on end times theology and specifically on this idea that in, in times of persecution, when things are strange or difficult, how do we respond to God and one another? And so, so in the first book, 1 Thessalonians, they were encouraged to stay on target. And during this season of isolation, this season of the coronavirus and safer at home, what a great encouragement that we would have, that we would be able to take from this, that we would stay on target. But now knowing that the seasons will change, that at some point this, this strange season that we're in will go back to something that resembles a, a brand new normal. How do we continue to remain faithful through all of that? Well, that's the encouragement of 2 Thessalonians, that we would work while we wait. We're waiting for the coronavirus circumstance to end. They were waiting for the return of Christ. And so we see a number of things uh, that are that are parallels in, in those things between what, what they, they were experiencing and what we're experiencing. Today, we're just going to read two verses, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Here's what they say. Therefore... Excuse me, this is 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Therefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and that the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our Lord God and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 11 through 12, and it starts with the word therefore, and just a quick reminder that yesterday Paul was encouraging the Thessalonians. He was encouraging them because of their how much their love abounded towards one another, and this idea that the day would come when the persecution that they face would end, and the way God would end that would be by exacting judgment and justice on those who were the cause of their persecution. And so here's what he says, therefore, we also pray always for you that God would count you worthy of his calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. It's one of those interesting verses of scripture. It's related to the verse of scripture in Philippians chapter two, where it says, therefore, as you have obeyed in my presence, now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. We see this dichotomy in scripture all the time where God says something like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to to walk in a manner that's worthy of this calling that I've placed on your life. And, and so it sounds like we're responsible for doing something good in the middle of that. And then immediately after saying, I want you to walk with a walk that's worthy of your calling, he then says, but I want you to be, I want to be clear that it's not really you that's doing the good thing. It's really me, God, who's doing the good thing through you. Therefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling. There's that part that makes it sound like it's our responsibility to do something good. And then the next part of the verse, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. 
You see, there's this beautiful pattern in Scripture that happens over and over and over again. And you see it right here in verses 11 and 12, that God miraculously does something in you and through you that can't possibly be explained because of you. By his grace, through his mercy, because of his sacrifice on the cross at Calvary, just simply because of the goodness of who God is, he has transformed the life of everyone who believes. He's transformed the lives of everyone who believes, and he's taken from them their heart of stone, the Old Testament says, and and replaced it with a heart of flesh. He's written his word on our hearts and on our minds in a way that now, because of the grace of God, now we can walk in a way that brings glory and honor to him. You see, we're not ordering our lives. We're not walking with a walk that's worthy of our calling in order to earn his favor or to gain his trust. That's not really what's taking place there. That's the second step. The first step is God doing something in us and through us that can't be explained because of us. And now because of God's work in us, we are empowered to follow in his footsteps and to live according to his words and his laws. You know, it's interesting in the book of Romans, there's a law that's talked about. It's the law of sin and death. Romans chapter seven, Paul talks about it. He says, the good stuff I wanna do, I don't do. The bad stuff I don't wanna do, that's what I end up doing. And he says, therefore, I find in me this law, this law of sin and death that says, I am a slave to sin and I can't possibly do anything worthy of my heavenly father. And then in the book of James, there's a whole other law that's discussed. It's the law of liberty. The law of liberty is this idea that because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of the sacrifice Jesus made for us on the cross at Calvary, because of the forgiveness that he's given to us, because of the Holy Spirit that he's placed in our lives, because of his work in us and through us, now we don't live according to the law of sin and death anymore. We live according to the law of liberty, which says, I'm free so I can. I'm free from the law of sin and death so I can fulfill the righteous requirements of the law, not because of anything good that's in me, but because of what God has done for me. I'm free so I can make wise choices. I'm free so I can make choices that honor God, that out of appreciation, out of thankfulness, out of gratitude, I can live in a way that honors my heavenly father and this miraculous work that he's done in my life. We can do that, and so can you. And that's the last part of the verse, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why why can we do this? Why are we free so we can? Why have we been set free from the law of sin and death and now placed under this new law, the law of liberty? That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So today, in order for you to walk with a walk that's worthy of the calling of Christ, the first thing you must do is be submissive to his calling. The first thing you must do is simply relax into the work that God has done for you. And now because of the work that God's done for you, you can now walk in his footsteps and follow along in his path. Let's let's pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for the work that you've done in me and through me and sometimes even in spite of me. I pray that today you would make me abundantly aware of the sinfulness that's in my own life, that I would repent of those sins, that you would overcome the temptation that's in me, that you would replace my my hunger and thirst for sinfulness and temptation, that you would replace that with a hunger and thirst for righteousness 
and that today I would no longer walk according to the law of sin and death, but that today I would walk in the law of liberty that says I'm free so I can. So thank you, Father, for empowering me to overcome sin. And, and I thank you that you are doing that for the glory of your son, Jesus Christ. And so thank you for your grace. Help me to walk in that today. And more than that, help me deliver that to others. We love you, Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening today. I'm so grateful every time you tune in, and I'm glad that we get to do this together. You can catch future episodes by subscribing to this podcast, and it'll pop up every time we, we drop something new. And you can also help us connect with other people by liking, sharing, or commenting on this episode on whatever your favorite, so, favorite social media channel is. You can also check out our partner podcast, A Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Platform.